Every day is a competition against your pride, comfort zone, fear, complacency, snooze alarms, bad habits, bad relationships, and more. This podcast is for the ambitious, willing to compete every day to make an impact in their career, health, relationships, and life. Each week, Compete Every Day founder Jake Thompson interviews leaders in business, fitness, psychology, and sports to explore what championship performers can teach us about making winning changes in life. In life. By listening today, you're deciding to start competing for your best life. What's up, guys? Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. My name is Jake Thompson. If you are new to the show, I'm excited you're here. Welcome. We're going to have a lot of fun this episode. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. It's always great to have you here on the other end of this mic. And I'm so excited to get to spend the next 20 to 30 minutes with you as I get to share and introduce you to Brian Kane, a mental performance coach who's worked with clients in the NFL, NHL, UFC, Major League Baseball, Olympics, college football, and more. This guy's got a passion for helping people develop mental resilience and mental toughness. And so we're going to get into some things that he does with his clients that you can immediately start applying in your life, in your work, in your relationships this week to be grittier, to be mentally stronger, and to continue growing and stepping into that growth mindset that's a crucial piece of every winning competitor. Before I bring Brian on, just want to remind you of a couple things. First, if you haven't said hi, man, shoot me an email, podcast at competeeveryday.com. It's the best way to get in touch with the show. We'd love to have you reach out, say hi. Man, I just want to get to know you. If you're on the other end of this mic listening to the show each and every week, I'd love to say hi. I'd love to get to know your name, your face, your story, and most importantly, what you're competing every day to achieve so that we can continue to support you, encourage you, and help you reach that goal your true potential, and your best life. If you're loving the content on the show and you want to support the show, you can do one of two things. First, you can leave us a rating and review on iTunes. takes about 10 to 15 seconds. Click on the app. Leave us a quick rating and review. We review all of those. We read every single one. It helps us gauge what, how the show's doing, what guests we need to bring on, what topics. I want to make sure that we get covered for you. I'm creating these episodes each and every week with you in mind, helping you to reach your true potential to compete for your best life. So any feedback you have is incredibly helpful. Second, if you haven't picked up a Compete Everyday shirt or tank, one, I just got to know what you're waiting for. They're comfortable, soft, athletic t-shirts, incredibly soft, athletic tanks, and most of all, they're full of positive motivation. See, the things that we wear tell the world what we believe about ourselves and about them. And so everything that we create at Compete Every Day is designed to remind you of what you're capable of, to reinforce the message that you are 100% without a doubt a competitor. If you're going to make that choice in the morning to compete, you are a competitor. It has nothing to do with your athletic ability. It has nothing to do with something you see on the exterior. It's not about your physical strength. It's about your mental strength. It's about that grit, growth, gratitude, greatness that you're pursuing every day. So if you want to be someone that tells the world that you compete for the goals you have, the people you love, and the life that you desire, grab yourself a Compete Everyday shirt or tank, use the discount code PODCAST to get a discount at checkout, and then, hey, if you got the shirt, you love the shirt, send me a picture. You already know the email, podcast at competeeveryday.com. Send me a pic of you wearing your favorite Compete Everyday shirt so we can share it out on social media, give you a shout out back. 
Thank you for tuning into the show. I absolutely appreciate each and every one of you that are here each week with me. I just want to spend more time with you, but today I've got to introduce you to Brian because the man is dropping knowledge bombs and is going to help you take your mental toughness game up to a new level. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show, mental performance coach, Brian Kane. Brian, welcome to the show today. Jake, thanks for having me, man. Always a privilege to be able to get some time with you. Dude, I'm excited about this. As I shared before we hopped on air, I followed your work for a while. Our mutual friend Gavin got us connected as he and I were talking the other day. And so I'm excited to introduce a lot of your work to our audience who may not know who you are yet. But before we dive in, you've got a ton of things you do successfully. I want to get into all of them, but I'd love for you to give us just a thousand foot view who Brian Kane is. Yeah, I'm a mental performance coach that is on a mission to educate, empower, and energize other people to be their best. Dude, I love it. What what inspired you to get into this journey in the first place? You know, I was a high school three-sport athlete, you know, and for the people listening to your Raising Competitors podcast, you know, the parents are young athletes. I grew up in a small town in Massachusetts. I was a starter on the varsity, baseball, football, basketball as a freshman. And it's like being the best snowboarder in Mexico. <laughs> I think you're really good, but you're in a small town. So you don't fail a lot. You have a lot of success. And I got a college scholarship to go to the University of Vermont. I went there as a right-handed pitcher and I struggled for the first time, Jake. I didn't, and my mechanism for handling failure was just work harder. And, you know, I'll tell you that you can compete every day. You can work really hard. You can have sound nutrition but you can't outperform bad mental performance. And when I say bad mental performance, it's not I was mentally weak. It's not that I was selfish or a bad teammate. It's just that I wanted it so bad, it was life and death, man. And when it's life and death, you're going to die a lot. And my focus was on factors that I could not control. And to keep it real simple, you know, your goal must be in your control. So as a baseball player, I was trying to be a starter. I wanted an outcome. I was trying to make Team USA. I wanted an outcome instead of just focus on the quality work you're doing today and execute one pitch at a time. So I got started with a, a, a mental performance coach at Vermont. She was helpful. She was more clinical. I needed performance-based. And when you look at the field of mental performance, there's three areas, research, clinical, and mental performance uh, on field. And you know what, you're, what the people that you have listening to compete every day and raising competitors want is they want like the performance psychology of how do I win more? How do I get better results? That's what I teach. That's what I needed. And I got the clinical piece, which I didn't really need, but I think is always helpful. And I went on this journey to try to figure out, you know, what is it that I needed as an athlete that would have given me success? And I came across a book. It was like an epiphany, July 4th. 2000, I walk into a Barnes and Noble outside of Fenway Park where they have a baseball section. And I walk over and pick up the book Heads Up Baseball by Ken Revisa. In yep. the book, they put these black boxes that was essentially reading the Cliff Notes version of the book. I read the whole Cliff Notes version of the book there and bought the book, the first book I ever bought at 21 years old. I couldn't put it down. I fell in love with it. He was talking about process over outcome, talking about a growth mindset. Uh, talking about you have to be in control of yourself before you can control your performance and how to actually get in control of yourself. I was that picture that everyone said, dude, you got to learn how to relax, but no one ever. And I mean, ever taught me how to relax by taking a deep breath before the pitch is part of my routine to be consistent. So as I read his book, he was talking about these things and light bulbs are going off and I go back and I send him an email and Asked him if he has a graduate program because I want to be a coach. You know, I was a senior in college and I knew that pro baseball wasn't going to be an option. 
So I ended up going out to Cal State Fullerton, Jake. I'm a grad assistant baseball coach there for two years in 2002 and three. We go to the World Series in 2003. They win it in 04. And I'm doing my master's with Ken Revisa, who I didn't know at the time, but he's like the John Wooden of sports yep. psychology. You know, Ken Revisa passed away in July of 2018. And the headline of the New York Times was the godfather of sports psychology passed away. And, you know, when you ask me, what do I do? Really, what I'm trying to do is take the torch of mental performance that Ken Revisa lit inside of me as my mentor, as a guy who I was with every day for two years, as the guy that I called first when I proposed to my wife and asked him to be the best man at my wedding, a guy whose face I have tattooed on my heart from when he passed away, literally tattooed on my chest. And he, you know, I'm trying to take what he taught me about optimal performance and what the best people do and how they think and how they structure daily routines and habits to optimize performance. I'm trying to bring that to the world. I love it. I love it. And the beauty of a lot of your work is not only are you working with professional athletes, coaches, teams, but you're also working in the corporate world with organizations and executives to help them learn to apply a lot of these things that you've talked about. And specifically the area that hits home with compete and us is the idea of, you know, controlling yourself and focusing on what you control and competing against yourself. You can't help that other player that's on your team in the same position, but you can 100% control the effort, the work that you do, the, the focus on getting better. I'm curious from your standpoint, you shared a little bit about your personal journey when working with others, you seem like you've had, you, you adopted this growth mindset, you've run with it, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people struggle to have that growth mindset that, I can continually grow and get better. What are some of the early things that you do or exercises you do to, to maybe awaken people to that new opportunity and, and perspective? Well, Jake, I simply show them a list of the difference between an average mindset and an elite mindset. And I'll send you that list so you can include it here in the show notes. But it's an, uh, some, of the, some of the basics would be an elite mindset uses adversity as their advantage. An average mindset avoids adversity at all costs. An elite mindset never feels sorry for themselves and never shows weakness. And an average mindset wastes time feeling sorry for themselves and wears their emotions on their sleeve. So there's a list of like 10 elite mindset characteristics and 10 average mindset characteristics. And I don't, I don't write down on a list on top, you know, what's average, what's elite. And I just hand that list to you know, a client. You know, I had a player from living in Arizona now, Paradise Valley, and had a player from, you know, major league baseball spring training, come over the house actually just yesterday and handed them this list. And I said, circle, which of these you do more often. And he probably was half and half, half of the elite mindset list and half of the average mindset list. And I said, look, so you're giving yourself 50% chance because you have half of the time an average mindset and half of the time an elite mindset, which another word for that is, you know, a fixed mindset would be the average and the growth mindset would be the elite is another way to look at it. If you're referencing, you know, Carol Dweck and her book and, and the work mindset. But I like to look at it as average and elite because I think there's more, there, that's more of a language that fits with competitors. And, you know, when I looked at this, I said, you're essentially giving yourself a 50% chance because half of the time you have the average mindset, half of the time you have the elite mindset and, I, and a negative mindset. I say, I say to him, I say a negative mindset and a negative attitude will never, ever, ever yield a positive result in anything that you do. I said, if we go to work on your mindset and make it now 80% of the time it's elite and only 20% of the time it's average because 
no one's going to have a hundred percent elite mindset all the time. I don't just don't think that's realistic, but if we can take you from where you are to get you closer to where you want to be that 80, 20 range, 85, 15 range. Now you're going to be performing at a much higher level because you're just not beating yourself half the time. Like you do when you have the characteristics of that average mindset. Yeah, I, dude. I, I love that you've echoed that uh, because it's something I've talked about offline with a handful of people recently and, and the importance of that negative thought process that those ways of going about it aren't going to create a positive outcome. It doesn't matter how you much you want to whine about it, wallow on it, believe certain things, that positive outcome is not coming unless you, you start to adopt that, that growth mindset. Brian, you do work with people from all ages, all across the board, it sounds like. I'm curious what you're seeing, if you're seeing trends in younger athletes that lack the mental toughness and, and grit that perhaps older groups, older generations didn't have, or is that just a perceived outside stereotype? I, I think it's more perceived. You know, everyone wants to say kids these days. I'm like, <laughs> the, the kids haven't changed. We've all changed because the world has changed right? The world has changed. They didn't have cell phones 15 years ago. So you didn't have this little black box in your pocket that you could connect to the entire world and literally buy a house on, right? I mean, you, you didn't have that. So the world has changed. So everybody has changed, not just kids. And I think the biggest, the biggest misconception out there is that mental toughness is something that you're born with. And it's not that way. Mental toughness is something that is trained and mental toughness comes down to like, you know, being very, a very specific skill set that you have to develop. Let me dig on this a little bit here, Jake. Is that, let's do it. Let's uh, parent, man. This parent, is, this is my, my love affair of content. So let's get into it. <laughs> so, you know, par parents and coaches want to say, well, this kid's got mental toughness or this kid's a mental midget. Well, time out. Okay. Mental toughness. When you talk about it in that context is up here in the clouds and I hate to break it to you, but nothing grows in the clouds. It has to be planted in the dirt. So if we take mental toughness, this concept from the clouds, and put it in the dirt is seeds. And then we water and we nourish the seeds. The seeds can grow. Well, let me tell you what those 10 seeds are, Jake. I call them the 10 pillars of mental performance mastery. And these are the 10 mental skills that I have seen the best athletes, whether it's two Cy Young Award winners, David Price and Jake Aria, Arietta, whether it's Cy, uh, Heisman Trophy winner and first round draft pick Kyler Murray, you know, whether, whether it's UFC world champions, Vitor Belfort, George St. Pierre, you know, Michael Bisning, Rashad Evans, whether it's national championship winning college teams, Georgia swimming and diving three times, Oregon State baseball three times, Vanderbilt baseball, Fullerton baseball four times, or Coastal Carolina baseball, who everyone says you can't get to Omaha and win your first time. They did. What is it that these teams do that build mental toughness? They go after these 10 fundamental skill areas. Let me give them to you. If you want to write them down, include them in the notes. I think people would dig that because they talk kind of fast. Number one is they grow an elite mindset. Number two is they have motivation and commitment. Number three, focus and awareness. Number four, self-control and discipline. Number five, a process over outcome-based thinking and thought pattern. Number six, they use meditation and mental imagery. Number seven, they've created elite routines and habits of excellence. Number eight, time management and organization. And then number nine is the leadership skills. And number 10 is putting themselves in the right culture. So if you're a coach listening to this, you've got to create, you know, nine and 10 leadership and right culture. But for the parents or the athletes listening to this that want to compete every day, one through eight, 
all those skills that we mentioned, and you're going to want to go back and reflect on the show notes here to see those. Those are all skills that can be developed, like your ability to throw a pitch, to hit a ball, to make a free throw, to execute a power clean. If you're a CrossFit athlete, you don't just walk in the gym and able to execute a power clean. You have to practice and learn the technique. And these eight fundamental mental skills or the 10 pillars of mental performance mastery, these are what we want to be able to grow. So when I work with athletes, I literally give them these 10 and I say, where do you feel like you're at? And these 10 pillars on a scale of one to 10, after we talk about what they really are, and then we create a growth plan for the areas that they want to go develop. So if they want to develop better self-discipline and, and self-control and discipline, we create a growth plan for that. If they want to develop better routines and habits. We create a growth plan for that. So all of these are very tangible and the skills that I've seen the best corporations, even whether it's Burton snowboards, whether it's Paul Mitchell, whether it's whirlpool, these are what their top performing executives and people do. And they're skills that you don't get taught in school, but you need them to be able to succeed in school. So what I've done is put together a, what I call the mental performance mastery coaching certification. It's at briancanecom slash certification. It's where you as a parent or a coach or an athlete, you know, in the personal training industry or the athletics industry, or if you're a parent, you're the best coach there is because you're raising your kid every day is to go through and find out exactly how to grow other people in these 10 area, these 10 pillars of mental performance mastery. And, you know, Jake, I'm real clear, man, how do I define success for myself over the course of my lifetime? I want to certify 10,000 coaches. So if I do 500 a year, right, that's going to be 20 years for me to certify 10,000 coaches who each then touch 1,000 lives and together, hopefully by, you know, through this podcast, we're able to touch some of those lives, get people in the certification course so they can master the mental game and then train their clients and athletes in it. And together, we're going to impact 10 million lives, 10,000 coaches. 1,000 athletes that they touch in their career, that's 10 million lives that we've impacted. And if my gravestone says Brian Kane helped touch the lives of 10 million people through mental performance mastery, I feel like I've lived a successful life. Dude, I love it. I love it. I, I want to touch on one of the things you talked about in, in terms of, I believe it was the 10th, about the culture. And, mm. and I would say a lot of that, I, I would assume, has to do with who you're surrounding yourself with, not only your teammates, but your teammates in life. And so how important are the team that you assemble out, outside of team, outside of the office, outside of uh, the locker room for your success? And how do you encourage parents to make sure that their kids or to help their kids make sure that they're building the right life team? I mean, the team that you have for you is everything, right? The bigger your goal, the bigger your team. And if you look at every Olympic athlete that marches into the stadium at the opening ceremonies, there's only one thing that they all have in common. They all have a coach, different sport, different country, different looking athlete, but they all have a coach. And I think that when you're putting your team together, the big mistake that people make is they think that their team has to be people that they're with in person. So by, you know, people listening to your podcast every day, Jake, you know, they're, you're now a part of their team by people who go through my certification, we may never meet, but now I'm a part of their team because they're using my content and my experience to help grow other people. For example, one of my favorite podcasts, Success Hotline with Dr. Rob Gilbert, you know, it used to be a phone number that you would call and I would call 973-743-4690, Success Hotline every day for three minutes for 10 years. 
I met Dr. Rob Gilbert once in that 10 years. And I can say that outside of Ken Revisa, Rob Gilbert has had more impact on my life and, my, and everything about it than anyone else on the planet. And I've met him once. Why? Because I listen to him for three minutes every day. He's on my team. So for someone to be a part of your team, you don't have to physically be with them. You don't even have to personally know them. You just have to be able to use their experiences and their strategies to help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. You know, I, so I think the certification helps people to get in that and have me be a part of their team. I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. If people are interested, just go to briancane.com slash coaching, B-R-I-A-N-C-A-I-N.com slash coaching, and they can see how I do my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, which is a 90-minute total immersion coaching and then 15 minutes every Monday for 90 days. So they get a little bit every week. And then I personally become their one-on-one -on -one accountability partner to make sure that they're doing what it is that they need to be doing because success leaves clues, man. And we've uncovered the strategies that successful people use. And if you use the same strategies, you'll probably get a similar result. Dude, that's fantastic information. I appreciate you being willing to share that before we disappear and, and call it a, a show for the day. I, I've got to find out about your book because I'm in the middle right now of writing my first book. You have a incredibly successful book, uh, mental performance mastery. Tell me about what inspired you to one, write it. Uh, and two, what can a reader hope to get out of it? If they were to go pick it up on Amazon this week. For sure. Well, Jake, first of all, man, it's about time your book comes to market. The world needs your book, man. You know, and Mental Performance Mastery, it's actually my 42nd book that I've written. And, you know, some of the books I've written, I've actually pulled off the shelf because I've changed my framework a little bit. But if you go to amazon.com, you'll see all the books I've written, whether it's sports specific performance books or specifically my favorite and the best one I've ever done because it's the most recent and your most recent should be your best if you have a gross mindset is Mental Performance Mastery. It's inspirational fiction about a gentleman named Matthew Simons who's stuck on an airplane and he hears the, the worst words you can hear on a plane of, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize, we're gonna have to turn this plane around. We've diagnosed a mechanical issue as they're on the runway. So Matthew Simons with his fixed mindset starts feeling sorry for himself and a guy next to him with a hooded sweatshirt who looks like he's about 85 years old but made out of twisted steel, he's in great shape, looks at him and he goes, son, you might want to get a checkup from the neck up. Last time they diagnosed a mechanical error in the plane, ain't none of us getting home. <laughs> so Matthew Simon looks at him and says, Roger that. And the guy next to him is Coach Kenny, in honor of my mentor, Ken Revisa. And Coach Kenny is an 80-year-old former Olympic athlete, now a mental performance coach. And they go and they sit down at the Ruckers in the Detroit airport. And Coach Kenny starts outlining the 10 pillars of mental performance mastery for Matthew Simons. And you know, how, the, how they go on this journey together over the course of the next couple of days before they can get a flight out of Detroit. And Matthew Simons learns these important life lessons and 10 pillars of optimal performance and mental performance mastery that he then takes back and it changes him and it changes his life because he changes something that he does every day. So I think it's, you know, it's an inspirational fiction. It's a storybook. It's a super easy read probably take you under two hours. I like to keep them that way because then you can finish them on a flight if you're flying halfway across the country. And I, you know, I wrote it, uh, I wrote it with my audience being like a, a fifth grader so that the, it's very easy to read. And I think people enjoy that because it's a fun read. It's not a very, I've written very technical books and how to's and sometimes they're, they're more challenging because you really have to color between the lines and your facts and everything have to be super accurate where when you write inspirational fiction, you just have so much more flexibility and freedom as an author that I felt like 
you know, my true spirit and, and the, what I was trying to get across was able to come out much better because I could just be so free with my writing. I love it, man. All right. So for our listeners, as we sign off, if someone listening decides, you know what? I love Brian's information. I love everything they've talked about today. I know I need to be mentally tougher. What is one thing, one exercise, one activity I can do today to be mentally tougher tomorrow? When you make your bed, when you wake up, make your bed and making your bed is something that Admiral William McRaven, the head of the special operations said in his commencement speech at the university of Texas, where if you go onto YouTube and type in Navy seal, Texas commencement speech, you know, he said at graduation, he said, there's 10 ways for you to change the world, but it starts with changing yourself. So here's this, you know, old Navy seal special operations warrior speaking to a bunch of millennials, you know, and they're all sitting there with their cell phones and videotaping the whole thing instead of watching it and paying attention. They're videotaping it instead of taking notes. And Admiral McRaven says, Hey, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. Because when you wake up in the morning, no one wants to make your bed. But if you can win that moment and you can one act different than how you feel two pay attention to detail and three, have an assemblance of self-control and discipline to do what needs to be done versus what you want to do. You're setting yourself on the path for a great day and a great morning leads into a great day, which hopefully then leads into a great evening routine. And then you rinse and repeat and you start building momentum towards becoming the best version of yourself. It starts with making your bed. If you can't make your bed at some point during the day, you think you're going to be able to flip the switch into mental toughness and it doesn't work that way. Mental toughness and mental performance mastery is a lifestyle, not an event. It's something that you live, not something that you do. Boom. Start small, start with your bed, build the momentum throughout the day, repeat, rinse and repeat the next day. Brian, this has been great for anyone that wants to get connected with you, find out more, give us your website and social media. Absolutely. It's very simple. It's first name, last name, briancain.com, B-R-I-A-N-C-A-I-N.com. Social media on Instagram and Twitter is at briancainpeak, P-E-A-K. Awesome. And we will have links to all of this in the show notes. So everyone here can find out more information on you, get connected, check out your, not only your book, uh, but the certification course, if they want to find out more to be better teaching mental performance to their kids, their team, their organization, Brian, thanks so much for joining the show this week. Jake, thanks for having me, man. And for the listeners, if you head over to briancane.com slash certification, we're running a, a, a insider's list special now where they get $200 off the price. The certification is $797. If they get over to briancane.com slash certification and get on our insider's list, they will save $200, get the certification for $597, which they will then make that back within the first week probably of being certified. Uh, definitely the first month if they get one or two coaching sessions out of it. And then um, you know, they, when they get on that insider's list, I'll send them the pertinent information that they need. So when we open up the certification in the end of May, they can get involved and start changing lives. Love it, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Hey guys, just a reminder, if you are interested in Brian's mental performance mastery coaching program, we have a link in the show notes. You'll find a link on our website show episode page as well. You can get connected to Brian. You can sign up to be a certified mental performance coach uh, in Brian's program. So if you want to, if you have interest in that, if you want to find out more, check out the link in the show notes. But otherwise, guys, finish this week strong. Get after your goals. Get after reaching that 
true potential, reaching that best life. And I cannot wait to see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. Visit CompeteEverydayPodcast.com to learn how you can get connected with other everyday competitors. Contact the show and find resources to help compete for your best life.